This meeting is being recorded. I've never heard that before. That's really strange. Okay. And uh, let's do my live on YouTube. Oh, it's asking. Okay. Hola. This meeting is being recorded. 2023 technology. Hello, everyone. I am Reverend Wendy Silvers, and you have arrived not by accident, but by divine appointment at the Awakened Mother Show, which are weekly uncensored dialogues with leading edge speakers, spiritual teachers, moms, dads, people that are devoted and committed to living a life that is divine and also in service the empowerment of moms and kids everywhere. So we are so happy that you are here with us. And today I have a really special guest. Um, you may remember a young woman named Masha Einbender who was on the show uh, several months ago and we spoke about meditation because she's a meditation teacher. And today we have her mom, Michelle Blechner, who is this fabulous uh, woman who has many talents who I, I, I'm going to just can I share a little bit about the decades and where you're heading would that be okay of course of course okay, so, so today is her is uh the last day for her is in the 70s she is 79 and tomorrow she enters the decade of the 80s and she is remarkable and that's why I wanted to share her wisdom and her brilliance and her heart and her consciousness with you today. Let me tell you a little bit about Michelle. She was born and raised in France. She lived in New York for 30 years until she relocated to Miami, Florida in 2009 and lived there for 13 years and is now back in uh, the city that never sleeps, Manhattan, or it, she's in New York, I should say. And uh, she has a background in psychology, first used in the field of marketing and research in Paris, then as a successful professional in the international business world. She has now been guided to finally live the life she has come here to live. She is a spiritual leader, life counselor, and family constellations practitioner, facilitating and teaching this leading edge modality, which we are going to dive into today. She is bilingual and bicultural. She speaks three languages with a lifetime gathering of spiritual teachings, including a 30-year connection to the Abraham Hicks teachings. He's made Michelle an authority in the practice of universal laws. These universal laws, along with family constellations therapy, have been the base from which her coaching method developed and have culminated in her URIM program. So welcome to the Awakened Mother Show, Michelle. I'm so happy that you are here with us. Thank you, Wendy. And uh, oh my God. <laughs> um so much, so much that you have said already about me. And um, um, actually, everything is like 10 years older <laughs> because uh, I guess this bio was done um, 10 years ago. And I'm not so much into renewing things or whatever, technologically speaking. Right. But uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I um, 
I live in the United States actually for 50 years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, wow. I came, yeah, mm-hmm. it's going to be 50 years. Um, yeah. And what brought you to the States? Interestingly enough, I think it was predestined. Um, we're talking about family constellation. It was certainly my mother's dream uh, to live in the United States. Um, I, have, um, I have history there. My uh, her father, my grandfather, uh, was uh, born in Russia. Mm-hmm. And um, when he was uh, nine-year-old, his father went to San Francisco to, um, for business, actually. And never came back. It was 1905, the earthquake, and um, they all thought that uh, he got killed in the earthquake. Actually, a few years ago, I found out that he did not. And he started a different family, another family. Um, you know, when you do Ancestry.com, you find all the family secrets. <laughs> so it was very interesting because... Um, my grandfather actually did not like United States. He was uh, he was Russian, uh, he was uh, Jewish, he was atheist, he was uh, Marxist, mm, spoke seven languages, saved his life, and uh, because he was uh, deported and um, in a camp, he was able to lie about his age because he understood the language and mm-hmm. then became the interpreter. But the history with my grandfather was interesting because actually um, during the revolution, he was studying in France and got cut from his family. And his mother and sister, um, through the uh, incessant uh, voyage, they uh, arrived in France but did not want to stay there because at the time they wanted to find there maybe the father and the husband that they had lost and uh, they established in the United States. So my great-grandmother died the year I was born in the mm. United States. Mm. And my grandfather never visited her because he did not like the idea of United States, capitalist, etc., etc. It was very political. So my mother was dreaming of living in the United States. And actually, I gave her the opportunity to do so um, because she spent a lot of time after I uh, came here for a visit, met my husband, and established here. That's a beautiful story. Very mm-hmm. rich. So, yeah, very systemic. Yes. And it's really interesting, too, when you think about I, I really would love to learn more about the family constellations work that you do. And I imagine that that adds a whole nother layer, all that you just mentioned to the family Mm -hmm. relation. This is 101. It's a really family constellation 101 because we are, we are unconsciously loyal to our ancestors. Mm. And we do things sometimes completely unconsciously um, that are, um, honoring or um, in a way detrimental to us, but uh, um, by faithfulness to our ancestors. 
And mm-hmm. what does that look what what does that look like being when you do things unconsciously? Mm. Um in a way, it doesn't look like anything because you don't know. Uh, we we have a tendency to think that what we don't know don't hurt. Mm. And um, in fact, it's not true at all because what we don't know can hurt a lot. Mm. We we sometimes um, die through loyalty. Right. There is a very good book that I will really... Um, recommend you to read, and actually the uh, the author is um, is German. His name is Stephen Hausner, and he wrote "Even if it cost me my life." Mm. And actually, um, I've I've worked with him already a couple of times, but he's coming back to the states in August, and Marsha and I are going to his uh, workshop. Actually, that's so great! Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So how did you, so everyone, Masha is, is uh, Michelle's daughter and Masha is the woman that I mentioned was on the show several months ago. And Masha and I met in Los Angeles approximately 10, 10 years ago, possibly 12 years ago. We met in LA at a Miriam Williamson event and I subsequently became the prayer practitioner for Gabby's Her Future. I was the Monday prayer person um, and Masha helped to to coordinate that. So Masha is Michelle's daughter and Masha is also doing this work with you, correct? The family constellations work? Actually, she's the one that introduced me to this work. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because um, um, it was a time in my life that was uh, a downtime and I will not understand uh, why at all because I had been, uh, um, I was in business uh, practically of my life. And um, 40 years ago, I was exposed to Abraham Hicks, mm-hmm. we mentioned. And, um, and I took Marsha to her first seminar when she was nine. <laughs> so uh, she was predisposed to really um, being. Um, close to this type of work and spirituality in general. But what happened is that um, uh, I was 66 years old at the time, which is already advanced age, and everything went south. Mm. Everything went south. Um, I lost my business. Um, My husband, that was much older than me, um, started not to feel good and uh, have some sign of uh, dementia. He was 88 years old at the time. And uh, um, we decided to go to um, Florida because it was an easier life. And um, for his health, it was better also. And I had a proposition of business there. Did not work out. And it was the best thing that happened to me because uh, after 40 years of uh, dabbling in all kinds of modality, I decided to become to become a coach. And uh, Masha called me one day and she said, Mom, you got to jump on a plane, come to New York. I've done uh, uh, something incredible yesterday. It's called Family Constellation. I healed you. I healed me. I mean, she was very, very enthusiastic. <laughs> and um, and I did. I jumped on the plane, and the day I did my first consolation, uh, I say this is what 
I'm going to do. What was it about that that spoke to you so deeply? Because um, actually, when this happened to me, that everything went south, I could not understand because I'd been such a good student in spiritual laws, you know. And uh, I say, what, what happened? How can it be possible? What I did not realize is that this label of survivor that mm. I had put on myself, uh, due to the fact that my father was in Auschwitz, he came back, so I was a child of survivor. Um, it really was um, was a, a plague because I use I what I did was creating situation that I had to survive, right. and it's exhausting. Yeah, yeah. And I, every time I was like very proud of myself. You know, things were happening, and I would survive and. And that day, when I did my first consultation with um, a young woman, she she was not that experimented at the time. It was very interesting, but she was very gifted. Her name is Natalie Bertold. Uh, she um, she saw the representative of mine because it's the way it works in consultation. You have somebody that represents you, or you can represent yourself, and um, you also have people that represent people or things or situation or emotions, you know. And it was a bunch of people on the floor. And I could not understand what I And I said, what's that? And she said, look, did you lose people, the young people? And I thought, yes. I mean, you know, my, my family known a lot of tragedy being born in 1943 in occupied France with predominantly a Jewish family, you know. Um, it was a lot of, a lot of uh, uh, tragedies. Uh, interestingly enough, my grandmother that was not Jewish, she was the only grandparent that uh, I had that was not, um, her neighborhood got bombed by the Americans uh -huh. um, there was a, a German factory there, you know, and uh, in that bombing, my mother lost her sister, 18 mm -hmm. and a half, was, uh, you know, pregnant with her baby. Oh, wow. And, um, I was one year old at the time, and my mother was 21. My father was in concentration camp. Her father was also. So it was really a very, very big tragedy. <clears throat> and um, she said, "No, I see more. I see a lot of uh, a lot of young people, a lot of kids." And all of a sudden, I said, oh, "Okay, yeah, sure, the Holocaust." Right. I mean, look, it was so many, so many children yeah. that um, unfortunately died, and I didn't. I survived. My mother hid. Um, you know, she had to hide with me and. Uh, um, and take care of her mother in the hospital after losing a, a sister it was really. Uh, and when you think about when you think about mothers, you talk about mother, awakened mother. My mother was 21 at the time, mm. and she had to face all those terrible happenings. 
So I say, yes, I guess the Holocaust. And she said, yes. And she made me say something very moving. Mm. She make me say, she made me say, I would live my life in your honor. Mm. For those that could not. Mm. Yeah. And I think at that moment I decide that this was my call. Mm. Wow. And from that moment on, I I I read everything I could read, I watched everything, uh, every YouTube video of uh, the you know the father of constellation, his name was Bert Ellinger. Uh, he was German, which was very interesting because this, this reconciliation, um, my father always said that uh, it was not the population, it was not the German that he was blaming for what happened, it was the politics. But what was beautiful is that Ellinger did a lot of work on reconciliation. He did consolation in Auschwitz. He did really a lot of work to reunite because this is what consolation is all about. Reuniting what has been separated, uh, bringing back together, um, bringing the people that we were rejected in. Mm -hmm. um, uh, it's all about unity, all about love. <clears throat> and this is what very often we don't realize uh, we assist them, we cover up, we don't talk about things, we don't invite people that um, uh, can make the fool out of themselves because they're alcoholic or something like that. Uh, we, don't, uh, we don't talk about people that uh, have died in a tragic death uh, because we don't want to um, make grandma feel sad or things right. like that. And this is what really plagued the systems because those things that are cover up, uh, there is um, generation after generation, we expose it. Yeah. Because it's like putting a cover on a boiling pot, you know, at one point. Uh, and if it's not individually, then the evolutionary force is doing its job. This is what's happening right now with uh, climate change, with... Uh, um, all political outburst here and there and everywhere. This is yeah. So yeah. Much. Mm -hmm. yeah. When you when you thank you for sharing that. That's so moving. When when you were talking about your mom being twenty one and losing her sister and having and having you at one. What struck me was that your mom was grief stricken, and so. I would imagine what you absorbed because children are so connected to their moms and their, you know, their primary caregivers. And so you just absorbed all this grief, the energetic of grief without really understanding what it means. And right? I'm going to go further. Go ahead. Um, and this is not me telling. It's uh, Bruce Lipton. I'm sure you're aware of Bruce Lipton, yes. Okay, biology of beliefs. Yes. And um, 
scientifically, it is proven that our physical life actually starts in a womb of our grandmother. Why? Because uh, when uh, our mother is uh, an embryo of five months old, the egg that will be us is already there. Mm -hmm. So our really lifetime physically start then. So if you realize that uh, I'm going to be 80, but my mother was 20 when I was born, actually at the hospital, her birthday is going to be in a few days. Um, And um, so I am not 80. I am 100. Right. So for 100 years, I mean, so just after World War One, and then everything that happened in between and completely World War Two, right. and everything that follows. And we all in the same boat, you see? Yes. And this is absolutely amazing when you think about. So the, the trauma that our grandmother have known, we absorbed it. Mm. So did that run? So so if I if I understood you correctly, your your mother's mother was not Jewish. Yeah. And she, but her, but your, but your grandfather, your mother's father, was right. in a concentration camp. Yeah, he was. He was Jewish. Yes, but he survived because he spoke. He many survived. Languages. Because he was, uh, he was smart. He um, he understood. Um, he he spoke seven languages. Amazing. Yeah, he was uh, actually he went to France to study because his family was uh, able to afford this type of uh, life, and uh, he was cut from. He, he went to France when he was fourteen. When you imagine, I mean, my granddaughter is fourteen. Imagine sending her to Russia, you know, to uh, um, at that time. And um, so he was cut from his family, so no more money coming. And he was told that it would be easier for him to survive in Marseille. And this is where he went and met a very nice man, my great-grandfather, that gave him a job. And... He married the daughter. Wow. My grandmother. So those are the French people. But on my father's side, my father was Jewish uh, from parents from Turkey. Oh, wow. And interestingly enough, I always felt that uh, it must have been Spanish Inquisition because they spoke like that Ladino, which is a mix of... But actually, certainly not, because when I did uh, Ancestry.com, I had very, very, very little of Spanish, but a lot of Italian. So it must have been Italian Inquisition, which wow. explains what I love Italy. <laughs> right, you feel an affinity. So yeah. does your father impact you in the same way, your father's line? And when you do family constellations, does your father's line? Well, sure. The father's both parents and both heritage, both lineage. Yeah. Actually, the way it goes is that uh, your mother stand behind you on your left 
and your father on your right. The mother is uh, the heart, you know, the nutrition, the, the nourishment and everything else. The father is a direction. This mm. is what, uh, um, and the lineage. So goes, you know, roughly because it's not exactly uh, that specific, but uh, um, it's, um, it's an understanding that is, goes in that direction, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's, oh, yeah. I, I'm so fast. So I'm also a hypnotherapist and we talk, we talk about the left side and the right side of the body when issues come up. And, yeah. and I'm also fascinated with family constellation work I've done. I myself have done some soul retrievals. And when I hear you speaking about the family constellation, it, it, it reminds me of having a soul yes. retrieval where you journey and you bring that, that piece back. Yeah. And and I, I just love that this work is about unity and it's about love. And that I, I heard you say reconciliation and it's all, and to me, it's, it's the reconciliation of yourself with yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 It's wonderful work that you're doing. But you see, it's reconciliation with yourself when you are able to reconciliate with others because very often what we see in family is this separation. Mm -hmm. uh, in a divorce, for example, and um, when two parents are tearing each other apart, what they tear apart really is the child because yeah. the child is both the parents. So when I, if I say to uh, you know, a child, oh, you're just like your father. You're disgusting when you do this or do that. And then the father say, ah, oh, you like your mother, you know. I mean, she cannot, uh, she smoke and she does this and she drinks. And the kids is non-existent anymore. Mm -hmm. Right. So when we talk about awakened mother, how many women that think that they are very smart um, and can be capable in many ways are destroying their children, even thinks, even thinking that she's a great mother just by just talking badly about the father and vice versa. Yeah, I love that. That's such a great example. Such a great example, especially we're living in such... The, the times we're living in, there's such polarization on so many levels um, in so many areas. And there are families, I mean, just look at the past three years that wouldn't talk to each other, that canceled each other out. We're living, there's censorship in media, cancel, oh, if that person says something that I don't agree with, goodbye. You know, like it's, it's uh, you know, like it's all of, of that. And I feel like it's this, this sickness that's rising up when you look at it from a divine viewing point it's calling our attention for a healing yeah and we're talking about formative years you know a zero to six is formative years but as i told you before it goes way back because yeah. the formative years start in a womb of our grandmother Yes. And um, and what is terrible with parents that uh, kind of tear each other apart is that it's still love. It's still love because you know what? Hatred is a detrimental love. Yes. The, the opposite of love is not hate, it's indifference. Yes. 
Yes. So well said. So well said. So are you, so if people want to do this work, are you taking on clients to do it? Yeah. I I I really work intensively. Okay. And as long as my health allows, I, I'm just back from a two-week trip in Florida. Okay. I first uh, the first week I I worked with uh, uh, a family, a large family, with all the members, um, and intensively. And then the second week I was in Miami, which is really where my base was from the beginning, because this is where I start that work. Yes. Of course, it kind of uh, um, extend and expand, and um, especially because Miami, interestingly enough, I lived in a few international cities in my life. I was born in Marseille, grew up there. I lived in Paris. I um, spent a lot of time in London, in Rome, in Madrid, uh, and, but I live in New York City, in Manhattan. Right. But Miami is the most international city that I know because you have people from everywhere. If I tell you, Wendy, I, um, I live in Miami and worked in Miami in my living room. Um, I had people I count from 70, 70 different countries. Wow. And most of the time, they were born there. It means that the first generation American or cities or, or residents or whatever. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh incredibly, God. incredibly, um, you know, the, the variety of, uh, of people that you can meet it's uh, it's amazing and it's interesting why because in a way american people american born and from two three four generations in united states are not really um interested that much in consolation huh. i tell you why because um, immigrants have a tendency not to want to talk about what's happening, uh, what had happened in their lineages. Yeah. And after a while, it gets completely lost. Mm. I cannot tell you how many people from United States, uh, two, three generations, don't even know the name of their great-grandparents. Mm. they don't know where they came from they don't know their name and I was amazed um, four, four or five, five years ago I went to a world conference on systemic work because constellation is not just family it's all systems organization, mm -hmm. business, etc cultural, societal you know um, and I went to Slovenia. Oh, wow. And I went with a group of people that were kind of following me. Mm -hmm. We were 12. Only one of us 
were born in the United States. Everybody else came from a different country. And even that person, parents were from Argentina. When we got there, there was no American there except one person and actually was born in Serbia. It was amazing to me. This is when I started this uh, uh, organization I call Mosaic. And uh, because, you know, I was living in Miami at the time and Miami is a mosaic, you know, and it was like Miami organizational systemic approach for an international community hmm. and the movement because constellation is a movement. Right. Why is it called constellation? Because people like stars move. Hmm. And um, and I started this company because of that, because I was completely, uh, interestingly enough, I even uh, um, I even remember that when I started Constellation, Brazil, for example, is incredibly aware of Constellation. Interesting. At the time, they were talking about. 30,000 consolators there. I don't think it was 30,000 people knowing about consolation in the United States about 12 years ago. It's a little better, but still, you go to a big organization, you go to... Um, I was invited recently uh, to be a speaker in the Tony Robbins event. Mm -hmm. I saw his prestigious quote. Mm. And it was 400 people there because it was the platinum uh, event, you know. Um, and uh, when I ask how many people have heard of Constellation, only 12 people raise their hand. Out of 400. And when I ask how many, and these were people from all over the world. And when I ask who had done it, six people raised their hand. Mm. We were in Mexico. Three out of the six had done it in my place. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. That's wonderful. Well, I want people to be able to connect with you. So what is it? Is the website michelleblechner.com the best place for people to go to? Yes, or my phone number, you know. I don't think I have looked at my website for the past, I don't know what. So is there, uh, you want to give me, I, I mean, this is a private phone number, right? It's a business phone number. It's not your personal phone number we're giving out. Right? I only have one. Okay. Well, how can I? I only have one number. Yeah. How, how can I, uh, so do I share that in the liner, in the show notes, your, your phone number? Yeah, you can share it, you know, look. I get I get a lot of spams called and I I block it each time when it's a spam. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm so happy to have been with you and I could speak with you for hours. You are remarkable and you are so wise and I can feel the depth of the work that you've done and and the beauty, the power that you hold with this work. So, Thank you. Thank you. I love this work. I really do. I'm passionate about it. And this is my um, 
I, you know, like I say, you know, my priorities, of course, are my kids, my grandkids, you know, they can ask me anything. Yeah. But after, after them, uh, came, come the work. That's beautiful. You know, at this stage of life, as long as I can work, I'm good. Well, I'm, I'm going to consider you one of my beacons of uh, what it's like to live your life on purpose with passion and, uh, and such heart. So thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for doing the work. Thank you for bringing Masha into the world and, uh, you know, blessings to you. So much blessings and love to you on your birthday as you enter this next decade. I can't wait to see what you do. Thank you, Wendy. Thank you very much for having me. Thank uh, you. It's my joy. It's, I'm, I, I look forward to, to speaking with you again. I have a feeling that we will. So thank you so much for being here. Anytime. With you. Anytime. Thank you. Thank you. And everyone, I'm going to make sure that you know how to connect with Michelle and stay tuned for all the goodness that is coming your way from the Awakened Mother Show. Thank you for being with us today. Peace and many blessings. Many blessings to all. Thanks. Bye-bye. <laughs>